Welcome back, everybody. Free NFL bets. My name is Eric, your host. I have three premium teasers that I am going to go over on the show today. I'm really excited to get into week six. I had a really heartbreaking loss into my week five. I had the under 55 and a half and two parlays, or I think I had under 52 and a half in one of the other ones. And of the team total on the Monday night football game, that did not hit. It snuck over at 56, took overtime to get there, and a complete meltdown from the Colts. So such is betting. We move forward, and I'm ready to get into winning this week, which I think we have here with these three teasers. I'll have more player props and more plays throughout the week, so please follow me on Twitter at FreeNFLBets where I release all of my plays as soon as I bet them. So again, follow me at Free NFL Bets. But for now, let's get into the free bets. So first play is Thursday Night Football. And I parlayed it with another game on with Monday Night Football. So it's literally, I mean, you could call this a sandwich teaser. You're going to have to watch it on Thursday night and wait all the way to Monday night till it cashes. Um, you know, I don't do this on purpose. I really make these plays together. I put them together um, based off of my confidence in the plays. And I, I couldn't find any other team that I felt more confident pairing with Tampa Bay um, than Buffalo. So the, so the teaser is Buffalo to win, Tampa Bay to win. Um, I love the spot for both of these teams. So Tom Brady had uh, trouble last year playing in prime time. They're really bad. I think they only won one game in prime time all year last season. They won the first one at home against the Cowboys. Uh, just bottom line, guys, I mean, let's just make this very simple. Tampa Bay's better than Philadelphia, and they're going to play like it. They're going to be focused. Um, you know, they, they already lost um, to Los Angeles. You know, they, they just don't like losing. There's too many prideful guys on that team. I know Levante Davis not playing. I know Antoine Winfield Jr. is not playing, but – um, Jason Pierre-Paul looks to play. so And their sack numbers are down this year. So Tampa Bay's sack numbers are down. They're a lot better rushing the passer than what their numbers are right now. They're going to they're gonna increase those numbers. I mean, just bottom line. I mean, they did a little regression. They're going to come back to those numbers. They're going to rush the quarterback better. They have a great opportunity with uh, Jalen Hurts, who isn't very confident throwing the football. Um, so yeah, he's gonna have a lot of pressure. He's gonna make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, he'll have some receivers open with that secondary, but um, it's just too much, too much firepower. And the Eagles' defense is really bad. Uh, don't let last week fool you. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold is not a top fifteen quarterback in the NFL. He's not a top ten, top five quarterback like Tom Brady's gonna shred the Eagles. The Eagles are not gonna be able to keep up. So, yeah, I like Tampa winning that one pretty easily. And then Buffalo. So the lines just worked out. I think this, the juice was, let me see real quick. The juice was, I just had it up. Sorry, guys. Here it is. The juice is minus 112. So minus 112 on FanDuel. That was the best line I could find out there. And so, yeah, Buffalo's playing Tennessee. Now, if you remember... And this is why I love this place so much. You're thinking, oh, they just beat Kansas City. They're going to have a lull. They're going to be a little down. No, 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 no. Number one, they have a bye week after this game. That's number one. 
teams play extremely hard knowing that they have a bye week the next week. So it's a huge play on for me. Whenever I know that a good team has a bye week at the following week, it's a big play on spot for me because they're going to give it their all because they know they can rest, recover, and all that stuff. Secondly, I love this spot because the Bills played the Titans at Tennessee last year in Nashville, and they're playing them in Nashville again this year. Now, why is it such a huge spot for me? Because if you remember, Tennessee blew them out, blew them out last year. Uh, it was an embarrassment. It was like 48 to 10 or something like that. I mean, Tennessee was just having their way. And it was on a weird Tuesday night or something. It was like a weird Tuesday, Wednesday night game. It's very weird, very weird. And Tennessee embarrassed them. And they're not going to forget that, guys. They're not going to forget that. And they're also thinking, hey, we got control of the AFC right now. You know, let's keep going with this thing. Let's not let, a, let's not let up. So I love Buffalo to win this. So I put 1.5 units on this. I got Buffalo. They're just, too, they're just better than the Titans, guys. Way better than the Titans. Titans defense is bad. I don't care if all their starters are playing. Buffalo's just, just great. They're running the ball well with Allen with Zach Moss, Singletary, and then they're throwing it very well. They've hit their stride the last two or three weeks throwing the ball. So, yeah, I love the Bucks and I love the Buffalo Bills to get it done. I'm confident in that one, guys. 1.5 units. Uh, usually my top players are only two units. I thought about doing two units with this one. I might even, add, I might even make it a two-unit play the more I think about it. I have until early afternoon uh, to think about it because of the Tampa Bay game. But, yeah, so that's the first play, guys. Next play is a two-unit play, okay? So two-unit plays, I mean, if you know anything about percentages, uh, there's like a 3% bet, 4% bet, 5% bet people will go by. This is like a 5% bet for me. This is my top play of the week. This is the one I feel the most confident about. It's a three-team parlay. It's the Indianapolis Colts winning on the money line with the Los Angeles Rams winning on the money line and the Cincinnati Bengals plus seven. You can go to plus seven and a half. It'll be a little more juice. I don't think they're going to need seven and a half. That's why I just put plus seven. I got it minus 121 on the Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, it's a sportsbook in some states, uh, the Rivers Sportsbook. I think the bet next best line was in on FanDuel at minus 130. I'd, I'd play it, honestly, at minus 140 or better. Uh, minus 150, I'd put one unit on it. But, yeah, so let's just talk about it briefly. Indianapolis playing Houston. Tyrod Taylor does not look to play. It's going to be Davis Mills. I know Davis Mills had good numbers last week, but that's fool's gold. It's completely fool's gold. Number one was at home, um, and they just got embarrassed by Buffalo the last week. So he's going to come out. He's going to give it his all, and he's going to play sharp. Okay, he did that. I'll give credit to him. But second part about that is that New England slept on him. I mean, you can see. I mean, on the catch on the sideline, the guy catches. The defender thinks he's going to go out of bounds. You know, they're not respecting the, the Texans receivers, all that, you know, whatever. And then the guy runs down and was like, Conley or, or whatever, I don't know. And then they, they try, they throw a flea flicker. They go on fourth down three times. I mean, this is what happens when desperate teams who are like basically losing every single game and they're desperate for a win. They bring out all the tricks. They're bringing out all the tricks. Okay, they're a dangerous team 
in that sense. They're going to bring out every single trick in the book. All right, they did that. Now India, Indianapolis knows this. Okay, if you know New England should have known this. I'm not saying they didn't know that, but you know they should have taken that more serious. Okay, now they know. Indy knows this. They know they're going to go for fourth down every time. They know they're going to do a flea flicker, a flea flicker, probably double reverse passes, uh, Statue of Liberty. Who knows, man? They're throwing it all out there. Anyways, the Colts are mad. They blew it on Monday night. Absolutely blew it. It was an embarrassment. They, they, they just stayed in the same stupid defense for a whole quarter and a half, the last quarter and a half of the game. They rushed four and just sat back there with their backup cornerbacks and let Lamar just sit back there and just hit easy people over the middle. I mean, it was embarrassing. They're going to correct it. They're going to be better this week. Quiddy Pay, the defensive end, is looking to play this week. They're going to get other people back. They're going to be ready to roll at home to get it done. Let's keep this simple. Colts win. Don't question it. The Rams going to New York to play the Giants. They played last Thursday night. These teams that have an extra couple days to study, and Sean McVay is a little football nerd. That's what he is. Okay? He loves football. He's been game planning, uh, game planning this. He knows Patrick Graham's not a slouch of, of a defensive coordinator for the Giants. He's going to be ready. Okay? Basically, I mean, let's just keep this simple, too. The Giants are just not as good as the Rams. Coaching, leadership, motivation, quarterback play, talent on the roster, the whole nine yards. Okay, let's just keep it simple. They have every edge, every edge. And then on top of that, we don't know if Mike Glenn or Daniel Jones is going to play. doesn't matter to me. If Daniel Jones plays, that's fine, whatever. Saquon Barkley's not going to play. I doubt he's going to play. That, that ankle is so big on the sideline. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I don't think he's going to play either. But, I mean, Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Tony look to play. So, I mean, they're, they're going to have some players. They're going to have some players. Don't get me wrong. And if Daniel Jones plays, the Giants will have some players. They'll move the ball a little bit. But everybody on the Rams looks to play. They look full go. They'll outclass them. I'm not worried about it. Rams win. Let's keep it simple. Cincinnati's the last leg of this parlay. We're getting seven points with them. They can lose by seven in this teaser pushes. And, you know, depending on your book, you get you win some of the money back. You know, look for your books. I know the Rivers, the Rivers uh, Sportsbook pushes payout if the other two win or if the other side of the teaser wins. You get a, you get a portion of that. A teaser that you played as a winning winnings so that's why i like putting all these uh teasers on uh the rivers because if this one pushes for whatever reason i'm still gonna win money so yeah so let's talk about this one um look the lions come came off an emotional loss again where the defense blew it just blew it gave up two late passes 30 seconds left on the clock. I mean, they blew it. Dan Campbell was crying afterwards in the press conference. Look, they're going to come out ready to, ready to play. They're going to be ready. Now, there's no question in that. The only problem is, number one, the guy who has led the NFL in turnovers since 2018 is the quarterback, Jared Goff. He's going to turn the ball over. He does 
dumb stuff, guys. Dumb stuff. Stuff you can't explain. The, the center snaps it. He was he's not expecting it. It's it's not like he's just throwing interceptions. He does throw he, I mean he just does throw interceptions too. I mean he'll he'll do that. But he'll just do dumb stuff that you know he just he's not a very good leader. He's not a good leader. He's this is why we're taking this bet, guys. All things equal, which they're really not. I mean, Cincinnati has a better defense. A slightly better defense, or pretty considerable at some positions. Um, and they have probably a little bit less of an offensive line, but they have better receivers, they have better skill players, and they had a better quarterback. So worst-case scenario, if this game's close, or even if uh, Cincinnati's down from behind, they'll be able to co come back and cover that seven points. Let's keep that one simple. So that's a two-unit play, guys. Rams win. Rams on the money line. Colts on the money line. Cincy, plus seven. I like that one, guys. Two-unit play. I don't release uh, too many two-unit pl plays. So I really like that one. All right, last teaser of the week. I promise I don't do this on purpose, guys. But when I think about this, I like to have a little fun. I don't like to just, you know, talk numbers, players, football. I, I like to have a little fun with this stuff. So the last teaser is a one-unit play. It's Kansas City on the money line paired with Green Bay on the money line. This is the Patrick Price plus the Rogers Rate State Farm teaser for week six. I'm not sponsored by them, but maybe after this I should be. Because if you know the commercial, a little background, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Packers, does State Farm commercials, and so is Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs. So we're taking both of them to win on the money line. This was minus 101 odds on FanDuel. And, yeah, I like, I like the spot for both of them. I like Kansas City going to Washington. It's a must-win game for them, man. They're 2-3. and three. They have to win this game to keep pace in the division, to even keep pace in the wild card. I mean, yeah, let's throw it out there right now. Wild card spots are now a little bit in play. you got to start thinking about them, especially if you're not above 500 or if you're not 500. If you're 2-3, and three, you got to start winning games, man. So they're going to win this game. I'm even thinking about putting Kansas City with Tampa Bay on a two-team teaser and playing them twice, so put, basically putting two units on them um, on two separate teasers. But, yeah, Kansas City is going to win somehow, some way. Terry Heineke, the quarterback for the Washington football team, he just, he's a backup. That's why he's not starting. Um, he throws a nice ball. He has a lot of heart. He tucks it down and runs it when he needs to. He makes stuff happen. But then he also makes bad things happen. He turns the ball over too much. Uh, he just does. I mean, he's been doing it consistently all season long. So, yes, even the Chiefs. Um, will, you know, get turnovers off him. I like the Chiefs' defense to actually bounce back this week. I think they will. I think Chris Jones plays. Uh, Charvarius Char uh, Ward, I think is his name, the cornerback. I think he plays. And they have just too much talent in that secondary. They're underperforming right now. They're going to get it right. I think this is a good spot for them to get the defensive go uh, mojo going. I think they figure it out. Um, and then, I mean, we have to see if Tyreek Hill is going to play. 
I think he's going to play. But even if Tyreek Hill doesn't play, there might be an overreaction. You might even get a better line, guys. Andy Reid's too smart, everybody. He's too smart. He'll find somebody else to get involved, to move the ball. He'll game plan it up, okay? Even if Ty- Tyreek Hill is not a go. He'll figure it out. They'll score over 28 points. I doubt Washington gets to 28 points, even against the Chiefs. Um, yeah. So the other part is the Green Bay Packers beating the Bears. Okay, so out of all the picks I've just uh, said on this podcast, YouTube, or whatever you're listening, following me on, this is the play I'm just a touch, kind of, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I could see the Bears winning. But <clears throat> I just have to think about it and know I got Aaron Rodgers against a rookie quarterback, and he knows how to beat the Bears. There's no questioning that. So this one could be close, but <clears throat> I just I know I was going to play Green Bay to win this week because I feel confident that they are going to win this week, just somehow, some way. They don't have they're not playing anybody cons- uh, next week that they're worried about. I forget who it is, but it's nobody they're worried. Oh, I think it's Washington at home. I think they're playing the football team at home, so they're not they're not concerned about Washington. They don't care about that. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's a division game. They're on the road, and they escaped a close victory in Cincinnati. They're going to be focused in this one. And then Chicago, none of their wins have been against good, great football teams. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I just got a hunch on this one, guys. And, and the odds are right. It feels right. I feel good. I can't explain it any more than that. I know Chicago can run the ball pretty well. Green Bay can't stop the run very well. So Chicago very well could move the ball and put up some points. I'm not denying that. And I know Chicago can stop the run, but then, hey, you know, you can let Aaron Rodgers throw the ball a lot back there. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's not going to be good. So I like the Packers to score more points. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. I like the Packers to score more points than the Bears, and they win. So, yeah, State Farm teaser, week six. Keep it simple. Keep it square. Even square uh, bettors win sometimes. This bet looks to win one unit. So that's it, guys. That's uh, it for the midweek breakdown. I'll have more player props I'm eyeing. I'll have a couple more parlay teasers, maybe even a spread play. Uh, so follow me on Twitter for those. Um, if not, the next podcast will probably be Saturday night, Sunday morning, where I go over every single play of the week that I released on Twitter. It's my show I do every week. If you haven't listened to it already and yeah, let's make some money guys. Let's make some money. We're going to get back in the green this week. I feel it. I know it. We're going to do it. So that's it. See you on the next episode, guys.